Welcome to Rooting for Love with Ty and Jasmine, the dope podcast by couplepreneurs Ty and Jasmine. These two, juggling parenthood and hustling in life and business, bring you discussions on love with a blend of playful vibes and grown-up wisdom. Check it out as we dig into the layers of modern romance, vibing with some cool guests sharing diverse perspectives. Whether you're all about love, searching for insight, or just looking for a spot to drop your stories and get advice, join this dynamic duo for a ride through the highs and lows of love, full of laughs and real talk. All right, all right, all right. Um, Jazz, we are back. We are back. For our third episode. For our third how you how you uh, how you feeling so far about this whole this podcasting thing this potting? Well, we shall see. Okay, so you're still trying to fill it out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, let's see. So in our in our last episode, we were on part two mm-hmm. of kind of our story. A real let's brief. Some updates first. Like what? So, like okay. Yesterday we had a date night. Okay. And we went with. Oh, yeah, I'm chewing on lifesavers. Yeah. <laughs> you got them. selling me. It tastes good, too. Now, so we went to this brewery last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was interesting. It, it was, was interesting. It was interesting. Um, her hair is green, by the way. You have green hair now. <laughs> talking about updates. I know that's random. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's random. But I'm just saying, talking about updates. Yeah, yeah, you got green hair. Due to my um, oldest son. So, but now... Actually, Sorry, go okay. Ahead. No, go ahead. No? Go ahead. Oh. Okay, so I usually, well, I was gonna do pink hair, like rose gold pink, and um, I just came out of gray hair, and my son was like, "Well, why don't you do green?" And I was like, "Well, hey, let me try it out," and it actually turned out really well. I got really a well. lot of compliments yesterday. You did, and it's not like a like a lot, li- not like yeah, a crazy not green. Not like a lime green. It's like an emerald green. Yeah. Um, and it's not like all green. It's like blended in with, with your yeah. natural hair color. And I love this because I feel like I'm able to like really experiment with my hair because like, well, technically I'm a stay-at-home mom so I can do whatever I want with my looks. Um, but I've never been able to like do something this like different. Yeah. And now that I've done it, I'm like, I could have gone into corporate world looking like this. Yeah, I don't see why not. places I used to work at. I mean, you're like, from California. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. But like the the video video game company I worked at, I won't say their name, but it's a huge video game company. Mm-hmm. I would have been able to get away with this. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a character in a game. I could have. Yeah. I, I mean, it could have based. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, they could have based a character exactly, off of you. Exactly. Like, I, I probably could have like landed like lady walking around with the green extra hair. job there. Yeah. I was a temp. Yeah. But it was like, a lot you know, of fun because they were like, Jasmine, on this lunch break, I'm gonna need you to go play some games. Because you really just need to understand what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost got to go to, um, what's it, Con? Uh, Con. Comic Con? Comic Con. Uh-huh. Um, or Dragon? No, no, no. That's not what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of uh, the other big video game thing. Um, I have no idea. You do. It's uh, Dragon Con? Not Dragon Con. Comic Con? Oh my god, y'all. Video Game Con? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, dang. I can't believe Like, it's like a huge thing. And I was so excited to go. And then they were like, oh yeah, temps can't go. And my life was like... Damn it. Not my thing at that moment. 
That was very disappointing because I was like really excited. I want to see everybody dress up. I'm, I'm probably an undercover nerd when it comes to that. Mm. Like, if I could dress like a fairy, I would. You can. I don't know if I would scare you off though. I mean, just what kind of fairy are you talking about? I've never dressed though? up as a fairy though, so I don't know there's what level type of to like fairy I would be. But I mean, I would obviously I would be like a sexy fairy. Oh well, then that's fine. Well, is it fine though? Yeah. Like, okay, so I wouldn't be like um, homegirl. That was at Usher concert. I don't think I would be that sexy. Of a, well, you know what though? Her dress wasn't really that bad. I don't even. Who was homegirl? <gasps> you don't know that story? Who's? I don't know. Uh, homegirl. I, I, so right now, names are not coming to me. Okay. But she went to the Usher concert dressed uh-huh. a certain way. Uh-huh. A black actress, and her baby daddy was like, "This is inappropriate." Or I'm gonna look it up. Let me Google it real quick. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, okay. Well, I have no idea about yeah. the affair, but what I will say is, went on a date, mm-hmm. went to a brewery. Oh, yeah. And um, it felt good because it's been a while since we had a chance Kiki to kind Palmer. of... Oh, yes. I still didn't hear about that, but I don't yeah. see... Okay. Yeah, this was her dress. Yeah, Aquila to be. Yeah. Like, I would... Okay, I would wear something like that. I would be a cute Why can't you be that sexy? But her ass was out. It's just all this... It's just sheer. Just see yeah. through. Yeah. But, I mean, you're a different type of guy. So. Like I could wear this proudly yeah. and just throw some wings on. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, so we went to the brewery and everything. Yes. It's been a while. We know we had a chance to dress up. You know, uh, we were actually well, we supposed were... to go to an event, mm-hmm. a business event. We were supposed to go to traffic and everything delayed us. So we just decided to take the oh kids God, to the in laws. Slow down on the road. Like, is it that serious? The way like some people drive. We had we passed by literally eight pile up accidents yeah eight different accidents that involved multiple vehicles yeah it was bad it was bad it was really bad and i I can understand it like yeah i don't know what was going on yesterday but anyways crashing y'all slow down on the road like is it that serious for some i think it might be okay but okay i don't know until it's not until, but then it's too until late. it's an accident, mm-hmm. and then you're like, dang, I regret. Mm-hmm. But just slow down. Um, you get there when you get there, and whatever consequence happens, because you're late, it happens. I, don't, I know, okay, easier said than done. Okay, I, I heard the words come out of my mouth. But um, we just got to do better on these roads. We really do. And I know you're thinking right now, well, you're the... The number one NASCAR driver? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I just, I mean, I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, that's that's a legit, you know, yeah. concern. I just, I, I just think like with many things, we get caught up in life with what's going on in life, and um, I think it's important to at least raise that for people's awareness to like, you know, just think about what you're doing. Yeah. Ask yourself or be aware of how you're driving on the road, wherever it is you're going. Is it that important? Like, what if? You hit somebody or you're not paying attention or you don't hit the brakes in time, you're all on the ass or whatever it is. And then once everything takes place now, you know, like, was it, was it was really it worth, worth it? it? You know, exactly. Yeah. So, and, 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 you know, it's always uh, like hindsight is always easier to know how to feel about it after the fact. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I mean, if you have like a need for speed, go race car driving. Yeah. Whatever. I've, I've I've been in that situation before where it's like ah, uh, you know, but um, what was I saying? The date. Oh, the date. <laughs> Sorry, we, we finally Way went on a date. Yeah, had we, a chance uh, to dress up. Go yeah, ahead. we actually got to go out for the date. Um, 
so yeah, we were on the way to a networking event. Traffic was crazy. By the time we got to where we were going to drop the kids off at, we really just, just didn't work out. So we decided to take the evening, take the, you know, the kids having somewhere to be or somewhere to go. And we went out to a brewery. We like going to breweries. Yeah. We like trying like different beers. Brewery. Brewery. I mean, technically, it is a brewery, mm. but they call it a brewery where they brew the beer. <laughs> but yeah, Local it, craft beer. It was a cute. It was a cute. No, it wasn't that cute. Mm, I mean, it wasn't. I've been the cuter one. Yeah, but it was, it was. It was decent yeah. for what we were looking for. Yeah, I mean, we 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 have driven. We had we had driven past it several times yeah. before. Yeah. We were back in the area. and was like, hey, look, let's go check this place out. Mm-hmm. At, so so initially, we were going to go to a wine bar. Yes, we were right. going to go to a wine But they have live music and all that. But tasting. Yeah, they, they do whiskey, fl- whiskey flights. Whiskey flights. They have the wine flights, bar. whiskey flights, yeah. and I think they were like just regular cocktails. Mm-hmm. And uh, But they were closed for a private event. So our backup was the, the brewery. Brewery. <laughs> brewery, brewery. The brewery. And um, um, it, it was okay. I mean, we, we ordered a flight like we normally do when we have a chance. Tell them why you didn't order food. Ah, uh, so because see, like okay, because you always order food and you like to eat. I do. So the fact that like you actually went somewhere, looked at the menu, looked at the pictures, yeah. even drooled over a couple of your pictures. Now the pictures look good. And then decided not to eat. Like that's yeah, a big deal for you. That is. So that's like an insult to the establishment. Yeah. So uh, and keep in mind, I hadn't had anything to eat all day. Yeah. All I had, I didn't eat until after we left the brewery, went to get the kids and. Uh, things like that. So literally, I pretty much went all day without eating. Uh, just had some coffee. Yeah. And um, anyway, so we get there, mm-hmm. and uh, we order our drinks. Um, and f- before I even get to why I didn't order food, like mm-hmm. most breweries that we've been to, there's always someone there to greet you, right? So that was the first thing that was kind of different about this place. Somebody we- greeted us, but it was like when we got midway in. Yeah, we had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like everywhere else, we've been like pretty much when you come into the door there's someone there a host or something that is true okay. you know like you yeah. don't you're not in the restaurant before somebody says hey mm-hmm. so you know we walked in and uh, i was like okay i guess we see it ourselves we, we walked around we found this table we wanted to go to and as we're walking to the table one of the waitresses you know says hi acts real right and lets us know that um we can sit anywhere we want to and we go to the counter to place our order for the drinks mm-hmm. Pretty much ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we check out the menu. We go yeah. through what they have. Mm-hmm. And um, I go and I ask if they have flights because we didn't see them on the menu. They yeah. said, yeah. And they had these little cards, which is cool. You can kind of write out what you want for your flight. You give it to them. You pay. And they give you the flights at the counter. And you have to carry your own oh flights to your table. He was like, uh, he, you did well. You did well. <laughs> I you carried, carried those flights. I flew you, you did, to the table. You, you balanced them well because it was it was a paddle board that you had the to paddle carry board with four. Yeah. Yes, I had two of them. I should be a pilot. You should. I think you I got should. my license for those flights. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so we, we sit down and we were looking at the menu for food, and uh, they had these hot dogs that were really good. A lot of what they had had like like beer cheese or cheese beer or whatever mm-hmm. top stuff, which is like a German. Thing. Yeah, pimento. Uh, but initially, I was thinking hot dogs or the loaded tater tots, right? Long story short, um, I look at the menu, go to the bathroom, come back, and we just talk and we sip. Now, towards the end, I explained, I was telling Jazz I didn't get nothing to eat because one thing that I noticed while I was in there, nobody else had food. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm nobody as I'm looking as I'm looking at the menu and I'm looking at the pictures of, of the food that it looks good, um, I look up and I'm I'm just kind of 
you know, peep the scene. And I don't, I don't see anybody else eating. There was actually a group uh, not too far from us at the table playing Uno. Mm-hmm. Other people, you know, were sitting down, having a conversation, drinking beer, obviously. But I didn't see anybody eating. And Jazz and I have been to enough breweries where every time we go to one, we, we see people eating. Yeah. Not necessarily everybody, but we see food Snacking, out. We, we smell something. food coming yeah. from the kitchen. We see the waitresses bringing this and bringing that. So it's like food is being cooked. I don't even remember smelling any food. Uh, now that you like brought that to my attention, I don't either. Yeah, like I didn't smell any beer cheese yeah. melting or being topped. No hot pretzels either. Yeah, and like, she loves you, the pretzels. Yeah, I do love hot pretzels. And you smell the hot pretzels at the mall, so how yeah. can you not you smell them? smell them at the airport. Yeah, you do. I smell them at the airport too. I'm like, ooh, I smell pretzels. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't have any kind of lingering anything. Anything. And, and yeah, so yeah. I was like, mm, I, I think I'm a pat. At the time, in the moment, you know, I didn't tell her. I just... I just kind of, we just sipped. We yeah. tried each other's drink. And, and and honestly. The beer was okay. I mean, it was okay. I, I, I would give it a 7 out of 10. No, I wouldn't. It I was would a give little it a hard. Yeah, about a 6. Ten. About a 6. Cause I did love the mango beer. I, that no, one I, was really good. Yeah, I, the one I had, the, uh, I forgot what it was called, but the dark, the one is like cranberry juice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one, one for, like me, medicine. for me, for me, I, I actually enjoyed that one. Um, The rest of them, I don't know. It was, I mean, they, were, they weren't bad, but it was like. We've been to some brews where it's like, mm, yeah. like that was good. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. This one is like, you got to try it. Yeah. Theirs was kind of like, mm, yeah. you know, it's okay. I was expecting more out of the Japanese. The um, rice, Japanese the rice, rice one. The rice, Japanese sake beer thing. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was kind of excited for that. And I remember I drank it and I was like, this tastes interesting. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, wait, is that the sake one? And I was like, wow, now I understand. And I'm not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Man. But yeah, so we went out. Um, had a good time for, you know, what we made out of it. Um, I had a mini shopping spree at Five and Below. <laughs> After. Um, I went to Tarjay. Um, so, like, for us, it's just sometimes it's just so freeing to just get out of the car and not have to worry about getting kids out of the car. Oh, what? So, we just go to random places if we have a little time on our clock. No. Um, and then eventually we picked up the kids and went home. Um and then I came home and decided to take apart uh, my daughter's bed. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I, I was I was not included in that thought process. I was not included. In that process. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel but like I, I'm Bob the Builder maybe half the time. Um, no, I like building things and I like you know using my hands and and, and creating things or whatever. And it was a IKEA piece of furniture, and um, we were gonna make it into a bunk bed because. Our three-year-old son just turned three. Uh, his part of his big boy bed came, so I was excited. For yeah. That. And um, so I took it apart, got lost in the process, uh, confused myself, and then we ended up not being able really to put the <laughs> <laughs> not being able to really put the pieces back together uh, the way that it was. Well, and it got put back together. We had to drill some extra holes and add some extra nails that we never we didn't have to use before um we'll probably have to go revisit the bed and make it a little more safer it's safe <laughs> but yeah on. i don't know what i was thinking i really thought that it was gonna be our project we didn't finish till man, man. it was like it was three two two morning. something in the morning we finished with morning. it yeah. yeah yeah and really and really after the fact so what it was is the reason why we had such a difficult time getting it together like easily the way it should have taken is because when we 
original originally originally <laughs> built the bed. Yeah. And Jazz actually when they put it together, she did a great job. I really do. I like. Yeah, she's not. Nah, she's good with it. Yeah. Um, but when we put it together, we we built it so that the our daughter's mattress would be closer to the floor. Mm-hmm. And then when she got older, we just simply took the bed frame, we flipped it so that now the mattress it became like a bunk bed, right? Mm-hmm. Like so it became so the the mattress instead of being on the bottom, we flipped it and we put the mattress in so that it was uh, at the top. Yeah. And instead of us flipping it back the other way to disassemble and switch the size like we wanted, we left it with the bed on top and tried to switch what we were trying to switch. And and at least I believe that's kind of where. We made a mistake. But either way it goes, yeah. we got it together. It's it's safe enough to where nobody's gonna die. Oh my god! <laughs> oh right, it's not gonna collapse anything like that. Yeah. But we we are gonna make it uh, more secure. Yeah. But, but uh, honestly, I don't know what you know, I was thinking. Like, I mean, I know what you were thinking. It it's been it's been like, mango beer. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. It could have been. No, I just I was just excited, like big boy bed. And, yeah, our know. son was excited though. Once we got oh, it situated yeah. and we got his his bed right in there, he hopped right on there and was. Out. Yeah, and he did. He didn't like hop it. Like he plopped down. Yeah, like it was like a. Ah, yeah. Yep. So that was priceless. Yeah. And my mood changed after I saw him in the bed. Yeah, it was not definitely brought. Yeah. Brought. But I was like, babe, next time I decide to do something like this, feel free. <laughs> I know, like I'm like, I'm woman, hear me roar. But <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I really thought I was just gonna take an hour. I was like, oh, I just flip this and do that. that. Yeah. Yep. It, was, it was um. It was. Yeah, it, was it was interesting. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Very. But my babe still by my side. Yep. Frustrated. I sure was frustrated. Yeah. I was frustrated. And honestly, I wasn't even frustrated with her. I was frustrated at the bed. I I don't. I felt like it was such a simple thing that we were trying to do. Beds from IKEA, by the way. And IKEA beds are pretty. You know, they're not that difficult to put together, in my opinion. No, they're not. And we had no problem putting that bed together when we first got it. That's what I don't and understand. I yeah, was like, that bed has been solid. We yeah. haven't had any issues with that bed. And now that I just wanted to, to, to change the, the, you know what? It probably been easier though. Now that I think about it, what? we could have just took out the boards and the wood on that side and just left it like that. Mm, it's all good. It's done yeah. now. We got to finish. <laughs> yeah. We got it. That would have been the easiest fix. Yeah. Now that I think about it, because we don't necessarily need those boards. No, we don't. Or we even could have took the boards out and kept the lines there, and that could have been like another ladder into the bed. That's possible. Yeah. I mean, that's what Naeem used it for anyway. <laughs> right, right. But so. anyways, um, all is well. Our son is happy. Uh-huh. Um, we had an adventurous day, needless to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so it was good. I mean, we got out, we did some things, had some time to ourselves. Yeah. Didn't have to, like, not taking the kid, you listen. It's so nice to get out of the car and not have to unbuckle like 30 kids to get yeah, out of the Yeah, and then you have to buckle them all and strap them all oh, back man. in. I can't wait till they get out of these car so, seats. Oh, man. So, yeah, so that's what's been going on, or that's what, what's happened most recently. Uh, where, where do we leave off with the story? Um, I think we, so we, we talked we, about the dating. We talked we about did, moving in together with COVID. COVID. So, I guess this would be going into when things night. got real. So, mm-hmm. like we said in the last episode, right, COVID, for a lot of people, ended their relationship. Fortunately for us... Oh, you just going to start. Yeah, I'm going to just get into okay. it. Fortunately okay. for us, you know, COVID brought us together, right? I may have wanted Made to us, start. 
it's okay. But, well, no, no, it's okay. I can hand it off. No. I can toss it. No, yeah, but now, you know, it brought us closer together and, and we were able to build, improve our communication, learn more about each other. And uh, all of a sudden, dun, dun, dun. we find out that something is on the way. Uh, we met June 2019, right? We met in person July 2019. By April of 2020, we found out that we had co-created mm-hmm. a true love child. Yes, that was our, that's oh yeah, that's yeah. our true love child. Nah, for real, like it was it was planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, practiced. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But nah, but like for real, like it was one of the things where it was we it was something we both wanted. We were both yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was. Uh, this is the timing. No, not the timing, but it was also a situation that introduced some unwanted things uh, into our relationship, more for Jazz than myself, mm-hmm. um, because she, you know, she was diagnosed with a couple of things, yeah. you know, so the pregnancy brought on some some health uh, situations that, that made it high risk. Um, but with that being said, the pregnancy went well. Until uh, it did. Man, listen, uh, so I'm going to fast forward to the story, right? Yeah. I got to tell you about, listen, yo, these hospitals, especially during COVID, mm-hmm. it was crazy. So like like I said, so her pregnancy was rough. It, it was uh, considered a high-risk pregnancy. Um, she she handled everything well as best she could. And so we're going to just, I'm going to just fast forward the story from, like I said, April we found out. I'm going to fast forward straight into the month of November um, where we got trapped. Yeah. I'm going to just tell the story. I'm not going to give details. I'm going to just tell the story. Mm-hmm. So she went to go see one of her doctors. She was referred to, to go give blood work, right? So it just so happened on the day we go to get her blood work, it was a Sunday, which which is odd, but we decided to go. We were out. We went to go look at some furniture that day. Yeah. And then uh, on the way back from the furniture store to the house, we're like, hey, look, we, we're passing the hospital on the way. Let's go ahead and get the blood work done, head home. So this was on November fifteenth. Never forget. So we get to the hospital. Never forget. Never. <laughs> we get to the hospital. We go in, you know, check in and everything. They send us to a room. Um, everything's going like normal. You know, nurse comes in. We're gonna do some blood work. But before the nurse came in for the blood work, there was another nurse that came in the room to check her blood pressure. Yeah. Um, because that was one of the concerns. So she puts the little no, blood look, pressure. That wasn't even a concern. That shit, that was just routine. Yeah, didn't have any that's true, that's true. Yeah. So she puts the blood pressure monitor on her arm, you know, and then it's one of the automatic ones. It's like time, right? So she leaves the room and fills up and it, and it reads. So uh, at, at some point, uh, maybe I think this, right before the second reading started, another nurse comes in and is getting her other arm. So let's say the blood pressure monitor is on her left arm. Another nurse comes in and is prepping her right arm to start to draw the blood where they put in like the four or five vials or whatever, right? So as this nurse is, is you know, putting the little the rubber thing on her arm and getting the needles and all of that, and, and as she's drawing blood, the blood pressure monitor starts to read. Okay, so a little quick history about me and shots. Um, I just... It, <laughs> I, it's not like I get scared. I just don't like them. And, and my anxiety kind of goes up. Mm-hmm. It really goes up when I'm I'm getting shots. Like, it, you know, yeah. I have a lot of anxiety behind any kind of like needles going in. 
Um, unless it's a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You're down for the tattoo. Yeah, I'm down for a tattoo. But like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It, it was might, crazy. It might be like childhood trauma, though. Possibly. Yeah. Um. So. So that's what happened. The nurses press. You have the anxiety, mm-hmm. but then you also have the fact that they have to. You know, they, they tie that thing on your arm so they can get the vein to pop out so they can put the needle in the vein and draw the blood. So that's there, too. That also increases the blood pressure reading. So while she's having blood drawn, the blood pressure monitor is going is on, like reading her pressure. And it's like through the roof. It's like 160 over something. Right. And then goes out. It reads again. Now, the, the nurse is still drawing blood because she has like like four or five valves to yeah. fill. So as she's feeling the, she she never turns the monitor off. So I'm watching, the second reading comes back crazy high, like 170s. It was oh, yeah, something so stupid. Said, yeah. So not even maybe 20, 30 seconds after the second reading, some lady comes in the room, boom, busts in the room. We have to admit her. We have to admit her. She's gonna have a stroke. They're worried about preeclampsia, right? Yeah. She's gonna have a stroke. So I'm looking at the woman like I don't even know who this is. And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. She's telling the nurse we got to get her out. So they're trying to get get everything off her arm, take the needle out and all of that. I'm trying to ask this lady, one, who are you? And two, the blood pressure monitor, it was reading her her blood like while the other nurse was drawing blood. Right. She's not listening. Sorry, sir, who are you? I'm her husband. Who are you? Yeah, like You know what I'm saying? Like, don't who you no, you're just some yeah, back like, there. I, I've been in here. I'm like, who are you? She's like, I'm the midwife. We have to admit yeah. her. She's gonna have preclamps, she's gonna have a stroke, her blood pressure's too high. And as I'm trying to explain to her. They're like rolling her out. So yeah. now we're going to the labor department. Yeah. They're like nobody is like talking with us. They're just pushing me, taking yeah. out needles and just yeah, just It was yeah. crazy. It so was, it was it was surreal. They put us in the room and the, the like it's really too much to go through in detail, but we were in the hospital. That happened November fifteenth. We went mm-hmm. for just simple blood work. She gave birth. We were in the hospital until she gave birth on November 21st, right? And then we didn't leave until Thanksgiving Day, yeah. which that year I think was like, because the 21st was on a Saturday. The 21st was on a Saturday, yeah. So I think it was like maybe that year, like the 25th or 26th, something like that. Yeah. But they were pumping me with all magnesium and, and yeah. Yeah, I even found out. Um, that they had put something in me that was that had uh, penicillin in it. Really? And I'm allergic to penicillin. So that could have been why I swole up so badly. Man, that... They kept checking her blood every six hours. Oh like, my God. Yeah, we got no sleep. The beds was, are hard. I was so frustrated and upset. I had to keep unplugging myself to go to the bathroom. Yeah, like... like it was... Until they was finally crazy. put a catheter in. And that was crazy well. and then when she was giving birth nobody wanted to listen oh no oh yeah I that did. story oh uh, my the doc- okay so the doctor wasn't even there, there. the doctor wasn't yeah. even at the hospital yeah so uh, the baby's sliding out of me <laughs> the baby <laughs> was sliding out of me and nobody i was like hey the baby's coming mm-hmm. i know like this is my what, fourth child yeah this is my fourth child mm-hmm Kind of know what it feels yeah. like. Kind of do. Yeah, there's a baby coming out. So they're like, "Oh, taking their time," and, and oh, okay, bro. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Honestly, my my mind was in such a like blur, and I know that I kept saying, mm-hmm. "The baby's coming." One of the nurses even asked if you could hold it till the doctor got yeah. there. Yeah. Well, they finally looked, 
and saw that I was crowning. Mm-hmm. And that's when she was like, can you hold it in? So the doctor like, got, so this doctor, till so the doctor got there. So that's another thing. Yeah. The doctor got there meant the doctor coming from his house. Yes. So she wanted me to hold the baby in until the doctor arrived to the hospital. Yes. And, and keep in mind, at the time, we didn't notice, right? Because in the moment, <laughs> yes. in the moment, she, she says the baby's coming. They said, okay, they notified the doctor. And then the nurse came back and said, the doctor's on the way. Can you hold it? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know where her mind is, but when I heard that, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's in another room with somebody. He might be upstairs on a different floor. But I'm thinking he's in the vicinity of the room because, mm-hmm. like, that's that's the only way it would make sense to even make that request. <laughs> it's like the doctor's close. Try to hold on until he gets in here, right? Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking at the time. Jazz is like, hey, the baby's coming. I, 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 I yell over to the midwife. Ma'am, excuse me. She said the baby's coming. Sir, we, you know, we're getting everything together. And I look over and I see the top of my son's head. Right. And so I tell her again, I can see his head. Nobody's and like so she looking. looks yes. and she's like, oh, my goodness. So <laughs> she tells the nurse prep the bed. The midwife runs over. And by the time the midwife gets to the bed, his the head's already not, out. Yeah. Head's already out. Yeah. So essentially like, and then by the time she gets the gloves on, out. yeah, by the time the yeah. gloves are on, his shoulders and yeah. really literally she's just like, like, yeah, like she, she caught the baby. Yeah. So yeah. check this out. He caught the baby. baby comes out. Yeah. They get the baby, clean them up. Well, yeah, I cut the umbilical cord, clean up. All that, all of this goes down. Jazz is holding the baby. Yeah. And the doctor shows up. It's like he, 15 he, minutes after delivery. He shows up like um, in jumbles too. Remember, like he was like putting on his clothes or something. Like, he like I'm coming, in. like I'm coming. Yeah. And we're like, he's like, oh, oh, I missed it. <laughs> like, and and then we found out he was at home. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, like, how do you ask someone that is in labor that is telling you <laughs> a baby is coming to hold? Yeah. For the doctor, and the doctor is at home. Yeah, and isn't that like damaging to the baby? Like, but later on, that ended up being the hospital that decapitated the baby. So I'm yeah. glad we yeah. went down the way it went down. I'm grateful for it. Yeah, they they would have decapitated. Well, I mean, it wasn't even close enough to you to even do it. It wasn't even doing <laughs> their job. It's crazy. Yeah, and um, but yeah, it was it was it wild. Was Gay birth, and wild. then. I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. So uh, he was born premature. Yeah. Went to the NICU. You know, strong. He he did his thing. He was a big preemie though. Like when mm-hmm. when they when they said he was he was gonna be premature because she she was I think the, your due date was what January first. Yeah. No. It, it no, yeah. no. It was. Yeah. I think it was. It was the beginning of January. Beginning. Yeah. January and January and, so like a couple days after. yeah. And and he was born in like November twenty first. So that's a that's a long time. So he I was expecting this. Yeah. Yeah, he was like five pounds. Like everybody no, was talking Idris about. Idris was five pounds. No, he was five. Nah, no, 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 no. Not. Yes, he was. He was five. Idris was five point six. He was five pounds six ounces. But they were both big creamies. Mm. Like when, like when I was expecting to see like one Double, pound, cr- two cr- pound, baby. yeah. You know, like a small, like because there were other premature <clears throat> uh, babies in the Nikki that were small, yeah. You know, like the size of a diaper, a little bit bigger than yeah. that. You know, so that's what I was kind of mentally prepared for when they said, you know, he's gonna be early. Pre- when dude came out, he was he looked like a regular 
his, but his lungs hadn't developed fully, yeah. which is why they sent him to the NICU. And uh, so while we were, we stayed there, right? They, they released her from like the labor department to, I guess, like the post labor area. And I was bad. denied access after getting, yo, listen, oh let me tell you something God. about, yo, COVID, when I tell you, it, what, one night we were there, we were hungry. Yeah. I went out to get something to eat earlier, maybe within a few, two, three hours prior, mm-hmm. the lady at the desk that lets you in and out of the, 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 the area we're in gave me her badge to, to get in. The door. That's like against their protocol. She gave me her badge so we can get in the door. Gave it back to her. Less than a few hours later, I was leaving out and I spoke to her. Hey, headed out to get us some food. All right. While I'm out, my wristband comes off. Right? It fell off somewhere. I come back to the door. I still have the hospital gown on, food, and I'm at the door waiting for them to open. I'm looking at the camera like I press the button. Trying to come in. I give it a room number, the baby name. Let me see your wristband. I don't have it. It fell off while I was out. Can't let you in. Can't yeah. let me in. I'm sitting here. I'm holding food. I just saw you before I left. You gave me a badge earlier. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. crazy. Then they didn't want to let us leave. They didn't want to let us leave. They made me sign a release form and threatened that my insurance wouldn't be paid for for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't care. If I would, if, I would, if anything happened. Yeah. If anything happened, if you leave against our like, will, your blood pressure is so high. I'm like, my blood pressure is high because y'all will not let me sleep. Yeah. Y'all are taking my blood, literally sticking needles every in six needle. hours. And I have anxiety over needles. That's all I got in here. Um, but you're sticking needles in me. I'm not sleeping, and I can hardly see my baby because you guys are like, well, your blood pressure is too high. Like, what the fuck, y'all? Are <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So finally, got to leave on Thanksgiving, and. It was like one of those things, like we were clear to leave. And then this one lady was like, no, you can't leave. Mm-hmm, Remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so we had to like double team her. Yeah, yeah that was, was crazy. Wild. It was wild. That was crazy. I mean, yeah, but. I wasn't even supposed to get the birth of the hospital. Mm-mm. That was not supposed to be the hospital we gave birth. That we got, when I say we got trapped, we got trapped, yo. Yeah. It was just wild, so. But that strengthened our relationship. No, it did. It really did. It did, like, for sure. Yeah. Because I was not. a lot. I went through a lot. Mm-hmm. And you were very patient with everything. And, and I was very you protective. You had to like advocate for me because yeah. nobody, ta- nobody was listening to me. And when I say black women, like, y'all have somebody there that'll speak up for you. That's key. I was just about to say yeah, that. because li- that's I'm, life or death. Yeah. Literally life or death. Now, I can't speak for all hospitals, okay, but I'll say the one that we were at, and, and, and this, this is why this is important, like, to have somebody there, mm-hmm. and to have somebody with you, like like Jazz said, that's going to speak up, is not worried about authority and the little threats, because he, here's what I noticed in being there, and also have somebody that's actually going to look out for you and pay attention, because yeah. that's one thing, I was, I was very attentive to what they were doing, I was asking why they're doing it. I had no problem calling the nurse. I had no problem challenging. Like, whoa, 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 why are you giving her that? Because the last person said X, Y, and Z before she left. But, you know, like, I had no problem, like, yeah. like well, doing it. Another thing. No, none of the nurses knew what the before that's, nurse. And that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. So, I don't care which one in the hospital for, but especially when you're giving childbirth, have somebody that is willing mm-hmm. to speak up. Because here's what I'm saying. Here's what I noticed. There were times where a nurse would come in and do something. So I'll give you an example, like the blood pressure, right? There were instances 
where the nurse would come in to draw blood. While blood was being drawn, the blood pressure monitor would read and it would come back high. Well, the nurses that are monitoring her, they're sitting outside the room watching a monitor, right? Once they get a notification or whatever, however works on their side, they come in. There was a couple of times I had to stop the nurse and tell them, no, she don't need that. The reason why I was this high is because this was happening yeah. or this went on. They don't know. When they change shifts, they don't do a great job of, of communicating about this is what I just did for this patient. Yeah. You know, now, now I'm not going to say now there were, there were a few nurses because there were some that would come in the room and say, ones, yeah. and they would say, and hey, a lot of yeah, us. they would come in and say, hey, listen, you know, so and so told me you know, mm -hmm. that, that she gave this and she did that. Uh, so there, there were a few, but but generally speaking, like that, there were some times where it's like if she was there by herself, like I don't even want to imagine what could have happened because because of the lack of communication, mm -hmm. because um, a nurse goes in there to to read her blood pressure and does not let the nurse outside the room know. Hey, mm -hmm. just want to let you know, ignore that last reading because I was drawing yeah. blood when it went off you know yeah. things like that and then like i'm out of it they just exactly pumping me with all these medication and come to find out you know some of it had penicillin in it and i'm allergic to penicillin like that could have been a bad a really bad i could have been the, the story <laughs> i know but remember like i swole my body swole up yeah, ankles so hands crazy. arms so crazy my body i didn't even recognize myself yeah that was yeah, that was wild, that was wild. That was wild. So, yeah. So that that part of our relationship, uh, it definitely, um, you know, brought us together, made us stronger. And the whole time, like, like going through all of that, uh, like just seeing what she went through, uh, how she like battled through it. And I think also uh, one thing I would like to say is, uh, while we're on this topic right here of like pregnancy, is that. And I, I really want to drop this for, for men, for the men that are listening. Um, with, if you have children, or especially if you haven't had any and you're listening to this. Uh, be, when you get to that point, right, if you do have children, whatever, like, you, it's very important to understand that they are this postpartum thing is real. <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and I'm and, and, and not, not, I'm not, not saying this like in like an extreme sense, even though there are extreme cases. Uh, but postpartum depression is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like when women have babies, like it really does affect their hormones. It just changes a lot within them, right? So, um, uh, my my kind of nugget or my my um, food not food for thought, but the, what the advice I want to give is uh, when you're when you're when your woman is pregnant and she's going through these different changes. If maybe her behavior or mood is different than what it normally is. And then after the fact, it's important to one, have patience mm -hmm. two like be, be informed, right? Educate yourself. She sent me a lot of information to read up on. Um, and then also you got to communicate, right? She, she did a great job of giving me insight into some of the things she was feeling. She did a great job of making me aware uh, of times that she, that when she recognized she wasn't like, like herself yeah, yeah. so for the ladies I, I think that's important too because i think sometimes what happens is you know maybe you expect us to understand you expect us to know you expect us to pick up like on the signals and the hints and things like that and and, and sometimes we do but sometimes we don't mm -hmm. and i would say 
if nothing else, especially if it's something that is important to you or if it's something that's, that's, uh, that's really imp impacting you and you want your partner to be aware, just make it clear, right? Yeah. Like it, when, if once you're aware of it and you notice it, like sit them down and let them know, like, hey, listen, I've been noticing yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I just want you to know this because if I'm doing this, I don't want you to, you know, yeah. and it, it, it just helps. It yeah. helps. Uh, and I think too, like, um, just to go, cause like as women, you deal like your whole life, you're dealing through these hormones. Right? Yeah. Nobody really, you know, as they, they explain it as best as they can, but like our hormones shift majorly at least three to four times during our lifespan. So a lot of times we're faced with these like, um, feelings, emotions, um, um, sicknesses and all that yeah. that we aren't prepared for. Mm -hmm. We don't even know, right? Yeah. So I think it's very, um, I mean, we're a woman, we're going to go through hormones. Like, we're going to go through these cycles in life. I mean, look, we have to bleed most of our life. So, <laughs> yes, we're going through some stuff, right? Um, so, you know, pregnant or not, like, I mean, it, it's even better to, like, you know, be open during pregnancy, especially when you're even in your vulnerable times that you may want to shut down just to let them know, hey, I'm shutting down, don't know why, ah. but... Yeah. Um, but even like, that helps. Even Yeah, but, like, we are going through stuff all the time with our bodies because we bring people into this world. Mm. Right. I think being clear, like, Hey, you know, I am feeling this way or, you know, my period comes, I realize that like, I'm going to sleep for a whole week because I can't do anything else. Like just like really being open of your observations of yourself mm -hmm. and also observing yourself so that you can communicate with your partner um, what you notice about yourself mm -hmm. and uh, and then for like the man like the guys you know your girl your woman they're not gonna ever be the same that change is inevitable our bodies are always changing yeah I mean your bodies are changing too but like you know we deal with like maybe the more emotional uh, I don't know connection with no but it's different we, we don't carry kids yeah. we definitely don't get you know what grows or, inside like, of us you know and then we have menopause too. Like that's, yeah. kind of, you know, so it's like, um, just really observing yourself and, uh, communicating that with men and then men just understanding that you will never understand it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, you have to be flexible. Yeah. Like, I think it's period. important to be supportive yeah. and you, you, you won't, I mean, you obviously fellas like one, we can't relate. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it's not something that we go through. Mm -hmm. So the best way that you can be supportive is to to listen, to to do the best that you can to educate yourself, right, on what it is, symptoms, you know, and, and try to, you know, if, if and maybe even try to see um, if you can identify some things that your your lady may not be able to. Mm -hmm. But the the I think the biggest thing though is just to to be attentive, to pay attention when she does speak, listen. Yeah. Don't and understand judge. that it's not a problem you can fix. Exactly. It's 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 not a problem. Exactly. This is just natural. Yeah, and you just have to make sure you're there. Like, and, mm -hmm. and for the for the men that are those types that kind of you know I'm not gonna say want to save the day, but do want to kind of be the hero, want to rescue, want to save your lady. Because, and like I said, depend on how severe or the case may be, because people go through different things. Right. But it's just listen, be supportive, be there, don't be judgmental. Um, 
And then I would even say uh, if 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 it gets to a point for you where you feel like it's too much, be aware of where you are with it, right? Because 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 the change might be so drastic for you or something that you're you're not used to. Because you got to remember, like especially if she's never if if it's her her first child, she's has no idea what she's going through, right? So she may not be able to articulate it as well. And then you're going through something for the first time as well. So like. It's important to also be aware of where you are with how she may be behaving or acting or speaking. Mm-hmm. And if you need uh, uh, support su- support or some space, yeah. talk to somebody or mm-hmm. even just let her know as well. Like, But but the key is in how you deliver, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if nothing else, even if you're frustrated, even if you're upset, even if you don't understand it's getting on your nerves, whatever it might be, just be mindful of the delivery, right? You always want to approach these conversations for understanding, mm-hmm. not don't because if you go it, what's your problem? Yeah. So you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Just think about that. Like those types of Anytime words. You say what's your problem? Wall goes up. Right. Defense. Yeah. It's, it's like um, what's those movies with the robots with the guns? Like yeah. all the guns come out, mm-hmm. and all the red beams are on you as soon as you come at it like that. Yeah. What's yeah. your problem? Yeah. Every time, da da da. Why you always got it? You know, like all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And especially in a moment like that, like that's not, yeah. that's not how you want to approach a conversation. And I think too, like <laughs> flipping the side, like women, like you can't expect your man to handle everything that you're throwing at them mm-hmm. because they're they're human, right? Yeah. And yeah, you know, you're like, oh, you know, they have to be there. I'm the one going through it, and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, like they don't, they're not going through it. They're not. Yeah. So you have to have. A little bit of patience and you also have to learn how to kind of um nurture yourself yeah um yeah i mean because because yeah. men go through it in a different way because the yeah the, the way i would present it is like physically obviously no we're not going through it yeah. right oh real quick by the way we are sipping wine tonight we got some, oh yeah we got some cab in our glass we got our cab our cheap cab you know <laughs> we're gonna be cheap so we drink um, a good amount of wine so we know that casual drinking is gonna be the cheap stuff <laughs> <laughs> unless it's on a show off or something but, uh, but okay i had to throw that in because we kind of pretty usually we we kind of announce that early in the show mm-hmm. but you know what we're sipping on and and we welcome you every time you listen to the podcast have a glass you mm-hmm. know or send us some wine. when you listen to the Remember? podcast have send a us, glass send us some wine we'll drink with you yeah um and we know it's not limited to wine <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever you I want to sip love on. I love a good whiskey. Yeah. Uh, old-fashioned. I love an old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. I like so, old-fashioned, yeah. cranberry vodka, splash of lime. Yeah. You know, so. But we definitely invite you to kick back, sit back, sip on what you want to, mm-hmm. and enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, what, what men deal with is like, because if you think about it, you're with a woman, right? And let's just say she, you, you're used to her being a certain way. And then she gets pregnant, she has a child, and she's not like what you're used to. Mm-hmm. And so while she's trying to figure out, most likely and for most probably internally what's going on, yeah. it's a lot you know, and, yeah. and, and you're like on an exterior, like, I don't know what her problem is. Mm-hmm. Like, what in the world is going on? Like, before we used to do X, Y, and Z, or... She never used to yell at me like that or, you know, whatever the thing may be that you're not used to. You're dealing with this change and you're trying to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's Black trying to understand. Yeah. Yeah. She's stuff. trying to understand what's going on. Yeah. He's trying to understand what's going on. 
And that's why the communication piece is important. And that's why it's important to approach the convo with understanding and not pointing fingers and blaming and trying to accuse, right? Because that gets you nowhere. So it's more so you need to ask her, hey, look, I don't understand. Can you help me? And she may not even be able to articulate it well, but just just let her know that. And then she may tell you, hey, look, honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. What, what, what can you share with me? What do you yeah. feel? What are you going through? And then you from know? there, y'all can dive yeah, into it. Yeah, just dive into know? it. But, yeah. but you got to be, you have to be there to understand, not to judge, and not to throw shade and nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. You don't want to attack your lady, man. It's not, a, not healthy. Not a it doesn't benefit thing. anybody. Not a cute thing. All right, so, our alarm is about to go off. All right. Yeah, so each episode we have uh, questions that we receive from our listeners. Um, feel free anytime Lesson you want to. Lesson of the day, don't get pregnant. No, <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, any, anything you want us to, uh, any topics you want us to speak on. Um, let us know. Yeah, let us Email know us. If, if there Email are. Now and then we'll post something on social media. Hit us up on that. Yeah. Um, um, so the, our email address. Uh, so any any topics you would like for us to speak on? Any any questions you have? Any advice uh, on the situation you would like us to share on the show? Mm-hmm. You can send us an email at tywithjazz at gmail That's t y with j a s at gmail dot com. Yes. We'll get it. We'll read it. Mm-hmm. And then you know. We'll see where we go. See where we go from there, right? Yeah. So, um, all right. The, the first topic is not really in the form of a question. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, I did it again. I, I messed up. I, yo, I did this. Dang. I did this the last episode. I was, I was, I was supposed to redeem myself this episode. You know what? I'm going to start writing it down. Yeah. Cause you do a better job. Yeah. My, my problem is I'll be trying to keep it open. On my phone and the screen got to refresh and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm sitting here blabbering, trying to waste time until I get back to the question while they listen. Hey, look, you all sip on your wine. Sip, sip, sip. sip. Our one-year-old is officially walking. (laughs) Sidewalk. Okay, so it's really cute. He's doing the sidewalk. It's really cute. He, like, walks like a crab. So you know how crabs, like, walk to the side? That's how he's walking. He's sidestepping. It's the cutest thing. He's so cute. That's our second love child. I mean, we love all of our kids. Uh huh. <laughs> we have a story for him too. We'll get into that in another episode. But yeah, y'all be careful in these hospitals. All right. So I'm I'm on the first question. I found okay, it. I, I saw. I apologize, you. All. I'm, I'm gonna get better at this. I promise. Okay. Episode four, you're gonna see an improvement. <laughs> um. So th- this first question is from Lorraine. Lorraine. Uh, and it's and once again, it's not. This one isn't a question. More like something that I guess you would like for us to touch on. But uh, she asks, uh, can you talk about the difficulty in recognizing and appreciating each other's differences. So I'm read that again. Can you two talk about the difficulty in recognizing and appreciating each other's differences? Why is it difficult? So well, real quick, I'm just I think okay. I think that one, I think it's kind of broad because I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but I'm assuming that what she's saying is. Um, I guess um, she's asking maybe how do you deal with um, or or what are the challenges that come with recognizing and appreciating the differences with the person you're with? Okay. Because right? she, she says, once again, she says, 
Can you two talk about the difficulty in recognizing and appreciating each other's differences? Um, See, I don't I think mean, it's difficult do you to communicate. Want to, okay, okay, so difficult to communicating. Well, well, she's not. I mean, she's not talking about communication. Okay, I'm gonna she, let you start. It, so yeah, because like, so here, so lost, all right. So here, here's here's this would be my answer uh, to you, Lorraine. What I what I believe. Right, because you want to t- talk about the difficult. So I will say, I don't believe that um, recognizing or appreciating the differences that you and your partner may have. I don't think it's difficult if the communication is there. Right. So my answer to you would be, if if you're having difficulty in recognizing and appreciating uh, the differences with you and the part, the person that you're with. It's probably because you two haven't established a strong foundation in communication. Here's what I mean. You have to there you like you have to like get to know the person you're with. All right. So I, let me just think of an example, right? And I'm I'm just kind of going with this. Let's just say, for instance, um I use my wife and I, right? My wife doesn't cook. <laughs> Okay, she knows how to cook. She can, she has, she will, but she doesn't. <laughs> right? Did I lose you. Did I lose you. Ah. Another right. So me, on the other hand, I do. Right. I do cook. I don't always cook. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I won't. But I do. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm the we main. I'm the main days. chef in the house. Right. <laughs> so. So that like that's a difference. Right. That's a difference that her and I have. Um, the way that we were able to recognize that difference was we had conversation. Oh yeah. And you know, I shared with her, I like to cook. She shared with me that she doesn't, but she likes to eat. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that was a difference that was recognized. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I'm like, for me, it wasn't a deal breaker. And this conversation happened while we were dating and it wasn't a deal breaker because I like to cook. I don't mind cooking. And the fact that she does not cook doesn't bother me at all. And it wasn't a problem. But he knew I could cook. I knew she could. But even if she couldn't, even if she told me I can't cook, don't know how to cook, I'm bad at it. That wasn't a deal breaker for me because I enjoy cooking. Right. And in that event, I probably would have tried to teach her a little something if she didn't know how at all. But um, but I say all that to say that's how we recognize the difference. And we were able to appreciate it um, because for us, at least I'll say from my perspective, the value in her for me wasn't in whether or not she could cook. Mm. Right. Um, so for you, I would just say the way you recognize the differences you and your partner have is through communication. Yeah. Always approach your combos for understanding. I don't know I how mean, else to really talk why about it. Why would you want a partner that's the same as you though? That's a, okay. Maybe that's where I'm getting stuck at. Like, okay. um, don't you want your partner to be different from you? Now, are you saying like, you guys have different religious backgrounds, different oh, cultural I didn't think, of, I didn't backgrounds. think about that. Okay. Are you guys like, you have no hobbies in common? Like, but it's like, how boring would life be if y'all did have like the same interests in everything? I mean, actually, because we do have a lot of interests mm. together, but we have like wonderful interests. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't nah. think we would ever get bored, but it's like, we're different though. Like, you know, like, why would you want somebody, why would you not celebrate differences? See, I don't. I think you made a good point. That's a good question because yeah. if it's religious, 
Yeah, or spiritually, that's different. Yeah, but but I, I think it's still rooted in conversation. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know what I mean? Communication is the key, and maybe you're asking this because you know there's some differences you don't want to deal with, mm. and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But don't you can't force somebody else to see your viewpoint or like what you like. Okay. So that's... if there is a difference um, that maybe you can't deal with. Um, decide what's more important, the relationship or this difference. Um, and that's communication with yourself. <laughs> that's, no, that, that, was, that was actually a good yeah. point. That yeah. was a good I point. I think that's kind of like what lost me because it could be so many different things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are we really referring to? Everybody's different. So what, 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 what exactly? Or what made you ask this question like what is this difference and how is it affecting you yeah, yeah. see I, th- yeah, I think I think yeah. that's probably more yeah alright so our next question so our next question and hopefully that helps Lorraine hopefully it does that was kind of like real yeah. open and broad but um alright well, once yeah, again I yeah I have to do a better job I'm telling you episode 4 y'all gonna be proud of me um, all right, so this this uh, next question is from Angela. Angela. All right, and again, uh, not really a question. Um, says here, can you talk about? Can you too talk about the expectations of what marriage truly is and what it is not? Mm. I'll read it again. Can you too talk about? The expectations of what marriage truly is and what it is not. You mm. want to touch on that first? Yeah, I'll go ahead and hop on, into that. Um, marriage does not mean you have a partner that you can do anything and everything with without their permission. That was the first thing that hopped into the head. Okay. Right? So it's like, yeah, you have this partner, but that doesn't mean they have to bow down to you or bend over for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at every you know whim or whatever um so marriage is not uh authority it's not you owning somebody mm. it's not um we married now control yeah. where you going you ain't going nowhere we married now we ain't going nowhere bend over <laughs> you told you um, can them boots right uh in marriage you have to realize it's two different people making the decision that they want to be together in this lifetime Mm -hmm. and they want to do life together okay um it is the person like i always say the person you marry from day one is not the person that you'll be married to on day 262 so you're saying it's a journey it is a journey okay people change changes inevitable so people don't stay the same Right. What about people that's like, I mean, I, don't, I ain't gonna never change. I ain't gonna ever change. I'm the same OG. I'm the same OG. Same OG. No, you're never gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage, uh, like I said, it's a decision. Mm-hmm. It is not a. Um, so it's not arranged? It's not a what? It's not arranged? Arranged? Yeah. Marriage can be arranged, but yeah. you make the decision for Ooh. that arrangement. And you know what, though? Like, I agree with some arranged marriages. Because you know what? They're financially better. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> I mean, I think, too, like, look, Barry says a topic for another day. But, <laughs> but if we did more power moves in our community, 
instead of love moves and understand that the love can come because you make the choice maybe we would be better financially but anyways uh so marriage yeah no it's another discussion um marriage is a choice um marriage is a want not a need Mm -hmm. unless unless okay that's hard though because it could be a need too if you're thinking like along the lines of like generational wealth and stuff like that mm-hmm. um what else is marriage marriage can be fun yeah, oh absolutely marriage does not have to be bickering marriage does not have to be one part party against another marriage doesn't have to be oh happy wife happy life although make your ha- wife happy then she should make your life happy as mm-hmm. well but not that some people have like this this stigma of happy wife happy life like i just gotta shut up and and let the wife do what she pleases so I can have a peaceful life. But no, it doesn't work that way either. Happy wife, happy life is saying, hey, you know, my wife has a voice. I'm thinking like old school back in the day. My wife has a voice and let me listen to her because you know what? She might brighten my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage doesn't have to be dull. Marriage can be adventurous. Marriage can be defined however you want it to be defined. Ding, 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 ding. Million dollar answer. Powerful. Million yeah. dollar answer. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Like, you know, we're the generation where we come from, like, the boomers and the thing of, uh, you know, you, you they, they don't, what do they say? Like, you know, how, how do you guys stay together so long? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You always hear these old men joke, oh, I turned down my hearing aid or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I think now we're in this generation where, like, um, yeah, they it worked back in the day, but who had to give up what to make it work? Mm-hmm. Was the woman being beaten? And she's like, well, you know, at least I have a, a roof over my head. Yeah. Or was it, you know, the man, like, I'm just bringing home the bacon. And, yeah. you know, he has to self whatever you know just to you know make it through life um uh, i think marriage can be more than that and i think that like we're not two two dimensional people so why can't our marriage be multi-dimensional um but yeah that's 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 my take on it okay i mean i i would say that to that first part, what marriage truly is, and I'm going to piggyback off for of you. I think marriage is truly what you define it to be, right? I think that, so I'm going to just kind of say, I think a lot of people who are afraid of marriage and scared of marriage are because of other people's definition of what marriage is, right? So j- traditionally speaking, you hear about you married to this person for life, mm-hmm. happy wife, happy life. Um, you got to make it work. It's hard work. All those types of things. Can't mess with nobody else. Mm-hmm. I think that once people start to understand that you can truly define the type of marriage you want. And when I say that, what I mean is this. You as an individual, first, understand who you are. Second, understand what it is you want. Third, understand what you would like in a marriage. And then kind of uh, like kind of get in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. And, and then you'll just have to, depending on how unique <laughs> your definition of marriage is, mm-hmm. it may take you more time to find your partner than the average person. 
but with with patience uh, and, and with intention and focusing on your purpose, the the, the and, and, and your vision of what you want your marriage to be, mm-hmm. you can find that person and have that type of marriage. Yeah. So with that being said, it's a true marriage would you make it? And um, marriage is not what everybody tells you it has to be. Exactly. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can it can be fun. It can be. I mean, it can be open if yeah. that's what you decide. No. Like, if if What's you and one your of my partner shows I like on was it TLC, <laughs> three men and a wife or something like that, or I think it goes both ways or whatever. But I forgot the name. Of like, show. Yeah, but I mean, I I watch all those weird shows because um, I love love and I love to see the different ways that people love each other. And yeah. you know, I understand it's reality TV, but there are people out there living their best lives in the polyamorous. Uh, community and yeah. if that's what suits them then that's what suits them and then there are yeah. people that have the open marriages and um you know they're okay unless they bring it in public like jada smith but no, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> but not nah, i mean but it's one of those things where like you just define you can you can mm-hmm. run how you want to run it you just have to find the other it's person up to you and the partner that's it that's all how it is. do y'all want to come together and define this marriage that's it that's it. And then so, that's what it is. I mean, what and that definition can change in life as long as you guys communicate with each there other. There you go. And I, and I, and, I, and that's that's pretty much the main point I'm trying to drive. Mm-hmm. What marriage is, you can define it. You have to have communication with your partner. Mm-hmm. Make or if you're dating, right? You just have to find a person that's in alignment with that. Right. But you still have to communicate through it. Mm-hmm. Because maybe initially in the beginning you want to have something open or something different, whatever it is you want to call it, and then it, two three years later maybe you want to. Go traditional like mm-hmm. you might feel that way but now you got to check with your partner see yeah, if they feel that way exactly. right and so there's that communication piece and even as you're going through those changes right it's even important to let them know hey i think i'm feeling like this right. kind of give them a heads up right. you might not be there but you might like you know excited. yeah i'm kind of like you know yeah. just want to let you know like you know the last couple of years i've been feeling like uh not sure if i want to keep doing this thing yeah but um yeah so i mean that's my answer right uh your marriage is what you define it to be it is not what everybody says it has to be um, it's never what anybody says yeah. it's about to be. And it's, really, I mean, it's, it's just really like that. And I mean, Jazz gave some great examples. I mean, it could be fun. It could be this. It could be that. Is just yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, hopefully that helps. Yeah. Right. So enjoy your marriage or don't. You yeah. have that choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do have the choice though. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, because I don't know that that question sounds like it's coming from. I got a. I get a sense that maybe someone from a more traditional background mm. could be asking and that in a sense of like torn against what they yeah because like yeah like yeah what they are feeling exactly or, or or maybe this is a coming from a place where um this is how i was brought up and was or, or taught marriage should be and maybe there's a, a friend or a relative um that they could be trying to give it by like that's not how it goes. Oh like, yeah, you know wow. what I mean. Stay out their business. Yeah. <laughs> Do not give marriage advice unless you are um, asked to give the advice, or you're a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out other people's marriages. Yeah. You don't know how they're doing. Yeah. Like, don't, Especially don't if they're not ex. Yeah. And it, and if you realize that they're safe and they're happy. Stay out their marriage. Now, it's different if, you know, you see them getting beaten or whatever. Yeah, definitely, you know, do what you got to do to to help them out. But, like, for the most part, a lot of healthy marriages are being torn apart because of unsolicited, I don't even know this word. Uh, unless it's unsolicited. Unless, whatever. Yeah. 
uh, advice, unsolicited opinions, mm-hmm. unsolicited pressuring mm-hmm. of people trying to put their agendas on other people. Let yeah. them live. Yeah. Let them be. Yeah. And if you some if you're someone that that is having people like apply pressure on you or try to tell you how you're mad, cut them off. Like I, I, I would just <laughs> say, oh, always be mindful of of who the person is, yeah. right? What is their relationship? Like, are they married? Are they even married? Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then another key thing is when they're giving advice, is it really like for your best interest or maybe are they giving advice to keep you linked to them? Right. For whatever their personal interest may be. Yeah. Right. So just always, always be mindful of, of other people's intentions yeah. and why they may be trying to steer you the way they're steering you. So yeah. that's all I have on that one. Yeah. You got anything well, else you want to add? I'm, I'm good. I feel like this was a another informative episode. Yeah. And, uh, kind of liking this potting thing. This potting. We're, we're really potting now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so after this one, we're actually going to go live with them. Uh, these first three are pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we finally have a rhythm. So I feel like we do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, look, uh, we just want to say thank you for joining us this evening, Mm -hmm. listening Listening. to the Rooting for Love podcast. Dang, I didn't even say what the podcast was called (gasps) in the beginning. The Rooting for Love podcast with Ty and Jazz. Yes. 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 Don't forget it. We are always rooting for love. Yes, all the time. All the time. All the time. Because it's our choice. Yes. Yeah. So, listen, um, we would like to hear from you. Uh, mm-hmm. Any feedback, like the email address is tywithjazz at gmail.com. T-Y with J-A-S at gmail.com. Yeah. If you have any topic you want us to cover, any questions you want to ask, any advice you would like us to give you on the or show. we're even open to being interviewed. We're open to being speakers. We're open to being on panels. We're oh, yeah. All, 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 all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> And we will be having a website soon and all that, yeah, you know what I mean? But and staying up to date on our Instagram. What was all our that. last post? Man, I don't even know. Dang. I don't even know. We just wanted to get this thing going. Uh, everything, all the little marketing well, stuff, that, that'll, that'll, that'll come. It'll come. It'll come when it comes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so in, hit us with that. Let us know. Um, let us know. What you, and if you have any wine suggestions, right? Or want to send us, we will gladly take. Yeah, them breweries, any any brewery yeah. owners, micro brew. Hey, look, we'll come and do an episode at the spot. Yes, we will. Or you just know. come and do a review. Yeah, we will definitely come if you invite us. So, 100%. but uh, I think with that, we'll close out. I am Ty. Uh, oh, you got so much you want to say? Uh, nope. Oh, I'm Jasmine.